Welcome to Reading the One-Year Bible Together, a daily podcast and radio program that runs seven days a week. My name's Bryce Tomlinson, and I'll be joined by Sherry Atanasov, and on occasion, my lovely wife, Julie. If you don't have a one-year Bible, you can find a link to the reading plan at readingtheoneyearbibletogether.com and in the show notes on your favorite podcast app. This podcast is recorded live and interactively from our live streams on YouTube, Facebook, X, and Twitch, which we do Monday through Saturday. You're welcome to join the conversation on any of our social media platforms at 10 a.m. Pacific. Details can be found in the show notes as well as our website. You're welcome to read out of whichever version of the Bible that you like best. We just happen to use the World English Bible because it's public domain. And as such, these programs are also public domain. You're welcome to download them and re-upload them anywhere that you see fit, anywhere that you think the Word of God is needed. We feel like that's pretty much everywhere, so you should totally do that. And even if you can't do that, you can still hit that share button on your podcast app. Share this on your timeline, share this on your Facebook, your X feed, your TikTok, or wherever you think that people ought to be getting into the Bible. In the show notes and the website, you'll find links to PayPal and Patreon, where you can show your support and contribute to the improving of our audio quality and the audio gear that we use to record these podcasts and live streams. Thanks for joining us, and here we go. Today is January 15th, and that means it is day 15 of the one-year Bible. Day 15 is going to start us out in the book of Genesis, chapter 31. So if you would like to get turned there, Sherry, would you like to pray for us this morning? I would love to. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this day. I thank you, Lord, that you have given us your word so that we know how we're to live, how we're to treat others, how we're to live closely with other people and treat strangers in our midst. And I pray, Lord God, that your Holy Spirit would indwell us and fill us up, Lord, that we would have comprehension of what we're reading today and understanding. And I just thank you, Lord, that you allow us to do this. And thank you for our listeners who desire more of you also. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Genesis chapter 31, starting in verse 17. Then Jacob rose up and set his sons and his wives on the camels, and he took away all his livestock and all his possessions which he had gathered, including the livestock which he had gained in Padan Aram, to go to Isaac his father, to the land of Canaan. Now Laban had gone to shear his sheep, and Rachel stole the teraphim that were her father's. Jacob deceived Laban the Syrian in that he didn't tell him that he was running away. So he fled with all that he had. He rose up, passed over the river, and set his face toward the mountain of Gilead. Laban was told on the third day that Jacob had fled. He took his relatives with him and pursued him seven days' journey. He overtook him in the mountain of Gilead. God came to Laban the Syrian in a dream of the night and said to him, Be careful that you don't speak to Jacob either good or bad. Laban caught up with Jacob. Now Jacob had pitched his tent in the mountain, and Laban with his relatives encamped in the mountain of Gilead. Laban said to Jacob, What have you done that you have deceived me and carried away my daughters like captives of the sword? Why did you flee secretly and deceive me and didn't tell me that I might have sent you away with mirth and with songs, with tambourines and with harp, and didn't allow me to kiss my sons and my daughters? Now 
have you done foolishly. It is in the power of my hand to hurt you. But the God of your father spoke to me last night, saying, Be careful that you don't speak to Jacob either good or bad. Now you want to be gone, because you greatly longed for your father's house. But why have you stolen my gods? Jacob answered Laban, Because I was afraid, for I said, Lest you should take your daughters from me by force. Anyone you find your gods with shall not live. Before our relatives, discern what is yours with me and take it. For Jacob didn't know that Rachel had stolen them. Laban went into Jacob's tent, into Leah's tent, and into the tent of the two female servants. But he didn't find them. He went out of Leah's tent and entered into Rachel's tent. Now Rachel had taken the teraphim, put them in the camel's saddle, and sat on them. Laban felt all around the tent, but didn't find them. She said to her father, Don't let my lord be angry that I can't rise up before you, for I'm having my period. He searched, but didn't find the teraphim. Jacob was angry and argued with Laban. Jacob answered Laban, What is my trespass? What is my sin that you have hotly pursued me, now that you have felt around in all my stuff? What have you found of all your household stuff? Set it here before my relatives and your relatives, that they may judge between us two. These twenty years I have been with you. Your ewes and your female goats have not cast their young, and I have haven't eaten the rams of your flocks. That which was torn of animals, I didn't bring to you. I bore its loss. Of my hand, you required it, whether stolen by day or stolen by night. This was my situation. In the day, the drought consumed me and the frost by night, and my sleep fled from my eyes. These twenty years I have been in your house. I served you fourteen years for your two daughters and six years for your flock and you have changed my wages ten times. Unless the God of my father, the God of Abraham, and the fear of Isaac had been with me, surely now you would have sent me away empty. God has seen my affliction and the labor of my hands and rebuked you last night. Laban answered Jacob, The daughters are my daughters, the children are my children, the flocks are my flocks, and all that you see is mine. What can I do today to these, my daughters, or to their children whom they have borne? Now come, let's make a covenant, you and I. Let it be for a witness between me and you. Jacob took a stone and set it up for a pillar. Jacob said to his relatives, Gather stones. They took stones and made a heap. They ate there by the heap. Laban called it Jager Sahudatha, but Jacob called it Galid. Laban said, This heap is witness between me and you today. Therefore it was named Galid and Mizpah. For he said, Yahweh, watch between me and you when we are absent one from another. If you afflict my daughters, or if you take wives in addition to my daughters, no man is with us. Behold, God is witness between me and you. Laban said to Jacob, See this heap and see the pillar which I have set between me and you. May this heap be a witness and the pillar be a witness that I will not pass over this heap to you, that you will not pass over this heap and this pillar to me for harm. The God of Abraham and the God of Nahor, the God of their father, judge between us. Then Jacob swore by the fear of his father, Isaac. Jacob offered a sacrifice in the mountain and called his relatives to eat bread. They ate bread and stayed all night in the mountain. Early in the morning, Laban rose up and kissed his sons and his daughters and blessed them. Laban departed and returned to his place. Next, we continue in Genesis chapter 32, starting in verse 1. 
Jacob went on his way, and the angels of God met him. When he saw them, Jacob said, This is God's army. He called the name of that place Mahanaim. Jacob sent messengers in front of him to Esau, his brother, to the land of Seir, the field of Edom. He commanded them, saying, This is what you shall tell my lord Esau. This is what your servant Jacob says. I have lived as a foreigner with Laban and stayed until now. I have cattle, donkeys, flocks, male servants, and female servants. I have sent to tell my Lord that I may find favor in your sight. The messengers returned to Jacob, saying, We came to your brother Esau. He is coming to meet you, and four hundred men are with him. Then Jacob was greatly afraid and was distressed. He divided the people who were with him, along with the flocks, the herds, and the camels, into two companies. He said, If Esau comes to the one company and strikes it, then the company which is left will escape. Jacob said, God of my father Abraham, and God of my father Isaac, Yahweh, who said to me, Return to your country and to your relatives, and I will do you good. I am not worthy of the least of all the loving kindness and of all the truth which you have shown to your servant. For with just my staff I crossed over this Jordan, and now I have become two companies. Please deliver me from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him lest he come and strike me and the mothers with the children. You said, I will surely do you good and make your offspring as the sand of the sea, which can't be counted because there are so many. Next, we are going into the New Testament. We're in the book of Matthew, chapter 10, starting in verse 24. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his Lord. It is enough for the disciple that he be like his teacher, and the servant like his Lord. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebul, how much more those of his household? Therefore don't be afraid of them, for there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, or hidden that will not be known. What I tell you in the darkness, speak in the light, and what you hear whispered in the ear, proclaim on the house tops. Don't be afraid of those who kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. Rather, fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in Gehenna. Aren't two sparrows sold for an Assyrian coin? Not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Therefore, don't be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. Everyone, therefore, who confesses me before men, I will also confess him before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I will also deny him before my Father who is in heaven. Don't think that I came to send peace on the earth. I didn't come to send peace, but a sword, for I came to set a man at odds against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's foes will be those of his own household. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and he who loves son or daughter more than me isn't worthy of me. He who doesn't take his cross and follow after me isn't worthy of me. He who seeks his life will lose it, and he who loses his life for my sake will find it. He who receives you receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. He who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man will receive a righteous man's reward. Whoever gives one of these little ones just a cup of cold water 
to drink in the name of a disciple, most certainly, I tell you, he will in no way lose his reward. And now we continue in the book of Matthew, chapter 11, starting in verse 1. When Jesus had finished directing his twelve disciples, he departed from there to teach and preach in their cities. Now, when John heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said to him, Are you he who comes, or should we look for another? Jesus answered them, Go and tell John the things which you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf here, the dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them. Blessed is he who finds no occasion for stumbling in me. And now we are going back into the Old Testament, or now in the book of Psalms, chapter 13, starting in verse 1. For the chief musician, a psalm by David. How long, Yahweh, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart every day? How long shall my enemy triumph over me? Behold and answer me, Yahweh my God. Give light to my eyes, lest I sleep in death, lest my enemy say, I have prevailed against him, lest my adversaries rejoice when I fall. But I trust in your loving kindness. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing to Yahweh because he has been good to me. And now we finish in the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verses 16 through 18. Length of days is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness. All her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who lay hold of her. Happy is everyone who retains her. Dear Lord, I just thank you for your word. I thank you for this time together and this fellowship. And I pray, Lord, that as we go about our day, as we go about our evening, Lord God, that we would honor you, that we would put you first, that you would be foremost in our minds and in our hearts as we strive to be more like you by your grace and by your Holy Spirit, none of our own works. Thank you, Lord, that you've put all of this in print so that we know, we know you, we have no unmet expectations or wondering what we're supposed to do because you've laid it all out here. And I just thank you for being such a loving and gracious God. In your name we pray, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you again for joining us, and please remember that all our resources can be found on our social media page at readingtheoneyearbibletogether.com. Have a great day. Bye-bye.